0: Welcome to the J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin every single day with your Freed by Noon episodes. That's right. We're here daily. Daily. That's two words. Daily. Every single day. And all for the grand price of Share It With A Friend. Tell a friend, a co worker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take them. That's right. I'm looking at you. Make it your Instagram story. Make it your Instagram story. Share with the world. Share with all the girls. Share with the person you went down on last week. Share with the person who went down on you. Da-na-na-na-na-na-na. Share with the world. Make your Instagram story. Share with that dude that told you that he couldn't meet up. Send it to him over text. Ba-na-na-na-na-na. That's right. Share this show We are on the podcast app Anywhere you listen to podcasts Apple, Spotify uh, SoundCloud Wherever you get your podcasts Also, Stitcher YouTube, baby If you're joining us on YouTube, thank you for coming to the show We're putting out that video content, baby Someone's out there Sitting alone in a dark room Being like, I got no one to talk to I got nothing to watch There's no sports Give them the the gift of J-Train the gift of Papa JT, the wizard of Ha, the sultan of Scream, the prince of promos. That's right. Give them the gift. And we're here every day. Send in your questions. podcast at gmail.com. podcast jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. That's where you send them. Hit me with them, let's go to the emails. We got emails, we're gonna do the coronavirus rant of the day, we're gonna do the charcuterie chat in the luxury lounge. It's all happening, okay? Corona killed honeymoon. I'm navigating a new relationship dating for three months exclusive for one of those months through this mess. It's been transparent and safe, fun, and all the good things that come along with a new connection. Enter motherfucking COVID nineteen. I lost my job teaching yoga. Yay, fun employment. And my boyfriend is working from home. Uh, Tg, thank, thank God. He invited me to cra- to crash at his place the night all the shit went down, and businesses started closing last week. That night, he was like, Why don't you plan to stay here so we can isolate together? Fun, right? Well, that's why I'm writing. First couple of days were great, in my opinion. We were communicative, did our best to create boundaries so we could work from home and me not be in the way. But after one full week, I am nervous and in my head that the honeymoon ended too early and we got too comfortable too fast. He says everything is fine, but last night, Sunday, I decided to sleep at my place, and we talked how we needed to make it as normal as possible. We can't go from one-month exclusivity to to living together. At at least I thought I was okay with this. Until today, Monday, we texted a little. He called me after his workday, and we only talked for 15 minutes, and I'm kind of bugging. Please help me quell my fears that we didn't just jump the gun by trying to quarantine together too soon. I was honestly okay being there, but could feel the energy getting weird on his end, so I suggested some space. I know it's a stressful time, but shouldn't you really want your partner to cuddle with? do you think it's over? Am I just being too girly? Help. I don't think you're being too girly. I don't think anyone is wrong here. I don't think, and and I know that's not the answer you came for. Maybe it did. I don't know. I just think for this, there's a couple things that jump out at me. One, you have no job. He has a job. And these are the realities of the time we live. When you're living with someone, it you need to be, You're not ready as a relationship to sit there. A month in, you are not ready to be around job guy with no job because you have nothing but time. You have nothing but energy. You have nothing but nothing to do and you're sitting there and he honestly is feeling a little bit guilty that you are just sitting there and he feels he has to entertain. That's a really tough space to be. Now, if you had a job and he had a job and you guys went into different rooms, you did your thing, he did his thing, then it would be like, hey, how was your day? How was the living room? How was the bedroom? It's a little bit more removed. I would feel if I was the one with a job and you were there at my place, I would feel like, oh God, not only am I in a relationship, but I'm also the director of entertainment. I'm also the clown that has to put on puppet shows midway through the day. So I understand where, so I do think now's the time, take a step away, you enjoyed your time, reach out, let's make coronavirus quarantine plans. Now that you two have obviously exchanged enough saliva to fill a cup, you can now become each other, you know, now you can say, hey, I'm coming to you today, let's do dinner, we'll make dinner at your place. I would make the effort to make dates and make more normal hangouts, but also we have to admit that these are not normal times and your relationship is not, this is, this is actually the perfect time to find out that everyone's relationship comes together in different ways. Whatever you thought a relationship started, began, and went was wrong. You were wrong before this all happened. You thought, oh, we go on date one, and we go on date two, and date three, and then we fuck, and then we go to uh, uh, meet the parents, and then we go on a trip, and then we go. That was all just what you invented in your mind via someone's Instagram posts. That's the beats you saw. When you're in this quarantine reality, what you're finding out is that you can't control the weather you can't be like oh well we're gonna we're gonna get that third date in and you know what that means no no no. now you're a month in and it's you've seen him fart seven times and you took a shit three inches from him. that's right it ain't gonna be the instagram illusion that has been put out there you thought it was gonna be it's gonna be different from you it's time to accept that it's time to accept. Yeah, you're one month in. Things move quicker. You won't break up because of the coronavirus, and you won't stay together because of the coronavirus. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Jared, I have a coronavirus related question. Long story short, I asked my boy my boyfriend to come and stay with me. Whilst London is is in lockdown, he said his family doesn't want him to, and so he won't. How big of a deal is this? Full story. My boyfriend and I have been together two and a half years. We're both 28 and live in London. Up until now, we've been fairly solid with some bumps in the road, predominantly in relation to to his thoughtfulness thoughtlessness about me sometimes silly things like he forgets that I don't eat beef and made me a beef stew is this the most English email ever hello up until now we've been fairly solid and I want the beef stew and he made me a wellington and I clean the chimneys every day and he forgets that I get a little cough cough who wrote this So you, he offered you a beef. Sometimes silly things like he forgets I don't eat beef and made me a beef stew. Other times more serious. For example, he didn't wish me happy birthday on my birthday and turned up two hours late to our plans for the evening. I recently moved into a flat. Ooh, so London. I recently moved into a flat on my own thinking that he didn't want us to move in together yet. However, after that, he started saying that he wanted to move in with me. He lives an hour and a half away from me at the moment on the other side of London and his twin brother and friend with his tin- twin brother and friend in a house that their dad owns. He all, all, he has always been uh, portrayed to me that he has a strained relationship with his parents, especially his dad, who is quite controlling. He mostly just does what his dad says because he doesn't want to get into an argument about it. This Saturday, I asked him if he would stay with me in London It was lo- uh, if London was locked down as I didn't want to be on my own and I wanted to be with him. He seemed keen on the idea and we talked about some logistics. However, once London was locked down on Monday night, I texted him to see if he was going to come and stay with me. I got a no reply until 1130 p.m. that night after I'd gone to sleep, at which point he said he had been arguing with his dad about him staying with me and we would speak tomorrow. When we spoke, he basically said that his parents didn't want him to stay with me and wanted him to remain in his current place. His brother also said he wanted him to stay with him because his brother's having a tough time struggling with depression at the moment. Because of this, he is now not coming to stay with me, and we won't see each other for minimum three weeks, much likely longer than that. Am I crazy for feeling that he should want to come and stay with me no matter what, especially considering how long we've been together? I understand that his family is important to him, but he doesn't seem to have taken my feelings into consideration at all. I'm annoyed at his family for putting him in that position, but also struggling to understand why he can't just do what he wants rather than listening to them. Equally, part of me thinks maybe he is doing what he wants and he is just saying his family is an excuse with uh, not to stay with me. Your brutal honestly is appreciated, so I, I apologize for what's happening. This is does sound like a hard situation. What I will say to you is that the most important part of this email is that, you know, the the beef Wellington thing is funny, but it does paint a picture. Here's what the coronavirus forced everyone into. A decision on whether to be an adult or be a child. The quarantine said, here's your shot. Do you pull yourself up by the bootstraps, go to the grocery store, prepare all your stuff, or do you run home to mommy and pappy? I'm going to tell you this right now. This guy is not mature enough for an adult relationship. And pre-quarantine, pre-real life tough decisions, he was up for that level of relationship. And I I know that sounds extreme because some of you did go home to your parents, and that's okay. But I'm saying this put people at a decision point. All of us had to make a decision. Who will you stay with? Who are you going to go home to? Who will you listen to? Who are you going to prepare for? He made a decision to go back to his parents and, you know, stock up with them. He's getting back to the tribe. We've all made these decisions. He just made his with his actions. So, you know, it's it's like when people date in college and they say, I love my boyfriend or my girlfriend from college, and you say, Well, college isn't real. College, you're scared, nobody has to be at work every day at 8 a.m. No one has to leave work every day at six and make a decision between the gym or going to a girlfriend that wants to eat and make them fat. Right? No one has to have that hard discussion with a significant other. Hey, today's my gym day, and if I don't do it today, then I'll only get it in four times this week. That's, a, that's an adult conversation that's not romantic. It's not in the Disney movie. It's in the reality of the world we live in. The minute coronavirus came, we all had that moment where we left the romanticized world of some of our relationships and entered into real world. Who are you going to stay with if you quarantine? Not you, bitch. You're out. So I would say you are ready for a different type of relationship than he is ready for. And when I'm two years in with someone, I would want to be with someone that saw me as family. Because there are options. You might not think of it now, but there are options. He could have said to you, hey, come stay with my brother and I in our flat. Hey, you're all alone come with us the fa- hey the family told me to bring you in we're all bunking up and you're part of the family because you're someone I would see to live with I can also tell he's a bullshitter because she said the minute he moved she moved into a new apartment he's like we should live together well that gate you signed a year lease you couldn't go back on that Train podcast at gmail.com Train podcast at gmail.com. Boy, we are going international. I don't know if it's YouTube or what. Get subscribed. Get subscribed. Share, share, share. Share, share, share. Papa J, hello from Germany. I met this guy for a hookup on Tinder two years ago. We basically saw each other once a month over two years. I know I know I'm the only one counting the time. We been. Well, we basically catch up on each other's lives, hook up, and then he'd leave. We would text occasionally throughout the month, but usually just dirty talk. He had told me he wasn't looking for a relationship, and I stupidly got feelings. Stop that. Stop that. You didn't stupidly get feelings. You got feelings for another person that you had been had let inside of you. That's completely normal to me. Nothing stupid about that. I wouldn't put you in the remedial class of life. For saying, well, I went home with a guy and now, you know, after his dick was inside of my body, I was like, I kind of like him. I know I'm an idiot. You're not an idiot. The last time I saw him was at the end of December and we had a really good time. But by the end of the January, it looked like he had deleted me in WhatsApp. So I texted, kind of seems like you're done with this. So just wanted to know for sure. And he never responded. He basically ghosted me after two years of sucking his dick. Am I being ridiculous for thinking I deserved a more proper breakup? Should I say leave it at this? And what advice do you have for getting over this guy when I'm literally stuck at home and lonely? Danke. And there's a beer waiting for you if you ever come to Germany. Well, thank you, totes priest. Um Here's what I'll say to her. You... this, The term ghosted has been bastardized by the people in relationships they didn't want to admit weren't relationships so ghosted to me is you've been on four dates with a guy or girl they had sex with you a bunch of times you guys and then all of a sudden they disappear now i know you johnny listener uh sarah sarah viewer you're going no 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 that's not ghosted to me ghosted is when i went on a date once and then he just didn't text me again. Yeah, that's called, uh, it didn't work out. The date was just fine and they didn't uh, they didn't see it as a match. This person has been hooking up for two years once a month, sucking a dick once a month, and she's like, "And now I've been ghosted. Well, I don't think you were. I think you spent two years not wanting to get told that this was just a hookup by someone and now his actions have told you it was just a hookup to him and now you're disappointed. Which, again, I'm totally fine with you being disappointed. I'm totally fine with you being lonely. I can't tell you how to feel. I'm on your side for all that. What I'm not on your side is for you to go, where's my breakup? Well, how would you like to be broken up with? Here's what the problem is with this email. And I I understand there could be, there's another argument from the other side being like, well, can't he just say goodbye? yes. But let's not live in the land of delusion about what this was for two years. You wrote it. We basically catch up on each other's lives, hook up, and then I leave. We text occasionally throughout the month. Once a month over two years. Once a month over two years. Let me repeat myself one more time. Once a month, you had a nice time over two years. That's more of a friend. That's more of a, you know, there's people I see once a month over the course of two years that I don't need to have a goodbye from. So she writes, he basically goes to me after two years of sucking his dick. Am I being ridiculous for thinking I deserve more than a proper breakup? You're not being ridiculous for thinking you need more. Should I say leave it at this? Here's my biggest problem. She write, she said that she te- uh, by the end of January, it looked like he had deleted me on WhatsApp. So I texted, kind of seems like you're done with this. So just want to know for sure. That's my biggest problem. You put your taste in his hands. Well, I'll like him if he likes me. What would you be, what would have been, what would have worked for you? What if he texts you back, no, 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 I'm good for my once a month month dick sucking. Would you be like, oh, well, thank you for texting back and letting me know. No, you're being dishonest in that text. You wanted to say, hey. Instead of you going, hey, how you been, and you reaching out and you maybe hearing that he's not texting you anymore and saying, hey, where you been? What's going on? Let me hear about your life. I'd love to see you again. You avoided getting turned down in favor of, hey, t- turn me down so I don't have to be vulnerable. Turn me down right now. End it with me. It's just not how it works. JTrain podcast at J JTrain podcast at gmail.com uh let's do hey Jared new podcast giving me life through quarantine time no shit I wake up looking forward to it and listen to it daily so far on my daily outing for a walk on my street currently have quite a few virtual men on my hands at the moment so I may be writing in more than once well just do this one let's get through what me, this guy, on Inst- met this guy on Instagram through a nonprofit organization we both involved in. He had a bunch of mutual followers and ended up following and DMing a couple times about four months ago. Three days ago, he slid into my DMs and randomly because he realized our moms went to college together. Jewish geography. And then started making conversation with me. Turns out he's going to grad school in the fall near where I am in grad school now. He said we should get drinks after the pandemic and asked for my phone number. Now we've been texting every day. I think he's super hot, but he has a girlfriend, according to his social media and hers. I checked. Oh, shit. What does this mean? Do you think he's just a really friendly guy? Is he back-burnering me for the future in case of a breakup? Maybe he senses an impending breakup and wants to stock uh, stock the pipeline. The girlfriend does not live near the grad school. Let me know your thoughts. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on. I call this the hookup alley-oop, okay? The hookup Hail Mary, let's call it, okay? But I've, I've been talking about this for years. So I'm sitting here with a girl. Oh, yeah, I got this girl in my hands. I'm still dating the old bag. I'm still dating some other chick. I'm not really happy in this relationship. So while I'm in this relationship, I take the girl and I throw her... To myself in the future once I've broken up with this current girl. Do we get it? The relationship alley-oop. I'm just throwing it up to myself Six months in the future to slam dunk. So if you're getting approached by someone in a relationship and they're just being nice enough, they're not making any promises, but they're being cool. They're being flirty. We should get a drink. Yeah, we know each other's moms. He is getting his bed made for when he's out of this relationship because the hardest thing to do when you're when you're done with with a relationship is to find. Someone to hook up with. So a lot of people go back to the person they just broke up with. A lot of people go to the in the Rolodex of people that they've been messaging with because they know they're less likely to hear a no from them. You are a soft landing pad for his dick six months from now. So be wary. Don't tell you I didn't tell you. JTrain Podcast at Podcast at gmail.com let's, let's keep sending those emails let's go to the coronavirus rant of the day hit the music Shelby today I want to talk to you influencers influencers whatever we followed you before the quarantine we are now following you after the quarantine If you were putting out butts, we're still here for butts. You're not going to be the one that saves us. Your Instagram captions are not the ones we're going to be telling our grandkids about that made us feel better at night so that we could go to bed. You're not the hero. You are the butt model. You are the mommy blogger. You are the... Let the nurses, let the doctors go out and save and then write on their Instagram, here's what's going on at the hospital. Everything's going to be hard, but we're going to be okay. I've seen a lot of light out there. You have a job to do, and it's the same job you were doing before. Don't go, because what they're doing, all these influencers, don't go changing your language. I don't need, if your Instagram captions were like, hey guys, who's up for a fun crop top for the spring? I want the same fucking crop-top caption today. I don't want your caption being like, we as a nation need to come together and find one another's souls and grab hands virtually and use my promo code COVID19 to get 19% off hand creams that I'm also selling because we can't touch hands and in a land of no touching hands we need to come together with my hand cream. Like, get the fuck out of here! You had a job before, it's the same job now, you're not easing anyone. I don't want, I read one that was like, oh, uh, the world has forever changed today. We as I, I dream of a day when laughter wins when flu season is gone, we can go to other places than you. We had scientists, we had researchers, we had authors that we followed before you. You had a job before. We will remember you best for continuing to do that job. I'm, listen, I was, I was talking, I was yelling and complaining and do, talking charcuterie before the, before the virus. You know what I'm doing now? I'm yelling, complaining, and talking charcuterie. That is our coronavirus rant of the day. Uh, you can send in yours, podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Let's go to the Luxury Lounge. Every episode of Freed by Noon, I'll be doing a Luxury Lounge segment. Now, the Luxury Lounge is something I do on Patreon, okay? Patreon is a place where artists like myself people who put out content can get paid for their content there's already two years of podcasts that are waiting for you you can sign up it's five bucks a month 15 if you want advice you send in these emails i don't answer every email if you want your email answered for sure patreon.com slash jared patreon.com slash jared one of the segments i do on patreon is called the luxury lounge where i complain about luxury items with a guest from the podcast there are episodes up there right now. There's more to come. So go sign up, patreon.com slash Jared Hit the music, Shelby. Today on Luxury Lounge, I want to talk about, we have, I have too much time on my hands. That's really, it. it nothing is more luxurious than saying, oh, I'm flush with time. Because there's people out there doctors, nurses, uh, you know, people who work in the service industry that are cleaning stuff right now, they can't find a minute. I have too much time. And you know what? The worst part about too much time is you don't have excuses. I was on the phone the other day and I was like, Hey man, we're talking for 15 minutes. And by the end of the conversation, I was like, I gotta go. And I was like, man, I've never told a more bold faced lie in my entire life. I gotta go, go where, where am I going? You know, how do I even, that's not even, how do I even say that to someone? The other night, someone asked me if I could do something at five o'clock and I didn't want to do it. I couldn't say, well, you know, I won't be at my apartment. They know, right? That is when you know, you are just lying to people's faces. You know where I am. Everyone right now that says they're busy to do something with you just doesn't want to do something with you. That's the reality. That's the luxury of time is now we all have it, and now we're realizing who we want to spend it with. All these people used to come online and go, oh, I'm one of those, I'm an introvert, I don't like to hang out with anybody. Well, you're finding out what it's like now. And no one wants to hang out with you. Even over Zoom. They're even avoiding your Zooms. They don't even have to be fucking locked in. That's our luxury lounge every day on Freed by Noon. Send in your luxury lounge at Podcast at gmail.com, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Patreon, that's where you can find many luxury lounge episodes. So every day on Patreon, um, you can find those. There's already videos. I have videos every Wednesday. We put up a new luxury lounge. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed, $5 a month. The low, low price of five, you can actually sign up for just this month to get all the content you need and start at the beginning. I do a thing called Coffee with J-Train. It's a podcast that's a lot like Freed by Noon, and you can listen from the beginning up. Let's do the charcuterie chat of the day. Every day on the Freed by Noon podcast, we'll be doing a charcuterie chat where I discuss the, the landscape of charcuterie today. Hit the music, Shelby. Today I want to talk about the Corona Cone. This is a new item out there. People are now making, because we don't want to be touching the food that everyone's touching, people are now coming out with individual-sized coronavirus-themed cones where you get a little cone, and I'll, I'll give credit because Ain't Too Proud to Meg is the first influencer I saw out there with the coronavirus cone. And basically, they're individual-sized um, charcuteries, and here's what I, and I will say, I like this one. I like this invention. Flash it up on the screen, you'll see it. In the cone is meat, uh, a roasted almond, a, a cheese with, with lots of, uh, and then it has a little stick, with a, a, a little pickle and an olive, and it's got a cracker in the back, a breadstick in the back, a little tarragon. You know what's not there? Bullshit. That's what's not there. This is a, this is a lesson. This, because here's what the, the coronavirus cone, the charcuterie cone tells me. It tells me the boat is sinking. You got one piece of luggage. What's going in the luggage? No, 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 no grapes on this one. One grape. There's one grape. That's right. This is a decision. When, 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 when the shit hit the fan, you could only fit so much in the cone. You put in the big players, the ones we all want, the ones that satiate, not the bullshit. There's no, you don't see a pine cone in there. You don't see a pumpkin gorge. No. Meats, cheeses, crackers, one grape, one olive, one breadstick. The, the real people, the all-stars. None of the... These are essential goods. And, and what it teaches you is how many people out there are putting non-essential items on their board. The boards kept getting bigger, and we all turned into pigs we all started really throwing them up. Nah, not anymore. Hard times, hard choices. You're only getting a few items on that charcuterie cone, and they're the all-stars. It's a teaching moment. Today's charcuterie chat. That's it. Send yours in, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com, JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. We end every episode with a quick hits. Let's get to some quick hits. Let's go to it um, while we're here. Quick hitter question, free by noon. What do you do if your ex's new girlfriend has been heavily creeping on your social media? Following and unfollowing, liking old posts. Do I tell him I just want them to leave me alone? This is a great question because if someone is following and unfollowing, this happens even with a bigger following, You notice these people. Even you notice the person that follows, unfollows, follows, follows, unfollows. Because they're trying to let you know, hey, I'm here. What up, bitch? This is this is the female version of being this is not even female. This is just any this is the version of being in the schoolyard calling out to you. Hey, what up, bitch? Fuck off. I got your boy now. That's right. That's right. So what should you do? You go to the ex. You go to the ex. Obviously, the ex is having problems with his new girlfriend. So you go to the ex and you say, and it has to be cut and dry. Hey, your new girlfriend keeps following and liking my pictures. It's weirding me out. I'm trying to move on from you. This isn't a text to let you know that I'm into it. or This isn't fun for me. You have to be... And, and a lot of women will tell me oh you're being aggressive when I tell you a text to send yeah you know why it's aggressive because it gets the fucking message across and you don't want to deal with this the rest of your life hey dude I- I'm moved on from you it makes it harder to have your ex have your new girlfriend following and unfollowing me and liking old posts I'd appreciate it if you tell her to stop and I'm going to block today then you block game over and I know you don't want to seem like you care But you do. It's okay to show you care. You know what showing you care does? It gets you honesty and it gets it to stop. Quick hitter questions. Uh, Here's another one. Hi for that lightning round of free by anyway, I went on three dates with a guy and his B-Day is coming up in a couple weeks. I ordered insomnia cookies to be delivered to him on that day. Now he kind of ended it with me. Oh, should I tell him I send him the cookies to give him a heads up or cancel the order or just let it be? Cancel the cookies. The cookies are done. Send them to yourself. Get your post-breakup cookies in. And it's okay that he ended it. That's okay. It didn't work out. Listen, It's fine. But you went on three dates. You thought enough of him. You did the honest thing. Don't ever get mad at yourself for being honest. Don't ever kill yourself for being... You went on three dates. You had a good enough time to be like, hey, let's do thought- something thoughtful for his birthday. Then you sent some cookies. Then he ended it. Okay. Thoughtful gesture. Don't make it into a lie. because you Now, the lie would be to send him the cookies anyways and be like, oh, I guess the cookies came. I guess you'll see... I guess... You see what kind of a person you let go of. It's like, no, he won't do that. What he will do is be just nice enough to hook up with you at his leisure. So let's say you send the cookies. You send the cookies, he gets them, he eats them, he goes, oh my God, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, we should talk this out. After this is all over, let's, you know, we'll figure something out. Now you're like, oh, well, I guess he's not a bad guy. I guess he doesn't hate me. He never hated you. He just doesn't want to be more serious. That's why he kind of ended it. Cancel the cookies or send them to yourself. Send them to a friend. Just get out. Leave the burning building. Let's do one more. Listen, keep sharing this podcast. Keep telling friends. Uh, Let's do a long one. Let's do this one. Jared, would you rather never have an appetite, making dieting effortless, but have extreme difficulty achieving an orgasm? So, one orgasm for every 10 attempts, or always be hungry, making weight loss impossible, but be able to come easily? I think I'm living in the second reality now. I am always hungry, I can come whenever I'd like. I think I'd rather the one come for every 10 of, ten of ten attempts. I can go down on chicks. I can, you know, I can go down on my girlfriend, all that stuff. FYI, this hypothetical is less random than it seems. My COVID anxiety has been, been off the charts, so my doctor prescribed me an antidepressant to get me through the next few months. It has absolutely killed my appetite, but it also made coming nearly impossible. This is unfortunately a common side effect with antidepressants. I've heard this before. I, I think... I, I choose to look at the positivity in all of life's fences. So, I, listen, I'm, I, I feel for you. It's got to be hard to go through this with uh, uh, depression. And, you know, it's nice that you're taking care of it. You went to a doctor. That's amazing. And you, you're, you're, you're attacking it with medication that can work for you. This is a, all great stuff. I would say, let's get that COVID body. We're gonna be on the beaches, I promise you. You this summer, we're all gonna be on the beach by noon, okay? All of us. All of us are gonna be on the beach. We're gonna have a great summer. This is just a speed bump for life. Let's take the anti-anxiety medication and uh, let's move down to oatmeal in the morning, you know, lean protein at night, why not? That's our podcast, J Train Podcast. If you wanna send something in, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Keep telling your friends, share, 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 share this show. Share with all you know. Share with the dude that you uh, fucked last week. Share with the girl you friends own. We'll be back next episode. Boom.